What's poppin' everybody? Welcome to an, another amazing episode of Let Me Be Blunt. I hope you guys have all had an amazing day slash night. Happy holidays, and I hope that everything is going good, because I know around this time of the year, it is a very crazy, hectic time, because, you know, you're buying all the gifts, you're going out, you're dealing with all the Karens in the world, trying to buy your damn gifts before they motherfucking asses get to it. And down here in Florida, I, well, I can speak for different states as well, because I've lived in many of them, but I know down here... Y'all asses. Zone play. Y'all a whole nother level when it comes to down here. After my Black Friday moment and my holiday season that I did at Target three years in a row, mm -hmm. y'all can keep it. I will not know. I'm good. But um, I hope everybody's having a grand, uh, fantastic holiday season. I hope that you guys are having some fun, you know, hanging out with the fam, doing everything, you know, really tis in the season. Um, today, I have the lovely Perla with me again because at this point, She's just going to be here all the time. Yeah, 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 I'm here all the time. She kind of bounces off with me, and I enjoy it. I mean, there will be some times when I'm, like, solo, but I feel like having her with this one. Um, but how's your season? How's your holiday season going, Perla? I'm broke. Bought everybody presents, and Damn. I'm broke. Damn. <laughs> Two paychecks. These kids, that aren't mine. Damn. So, hey, got love for them. Damn. Just the way you started. I'm broke. <laughs> I guess Which you is ain't. the reality of Christmas. It's not supposed to. I know, but it it's is. It's supposed to be more about, you know, giving and, you know, being around your family and, you know, really appreciating stuff. And of if course. you're religious, it's about, you know, Christ and mm -hmm. being born or is it death? Mm -hmm. or, or, or birth? Birth. birth. Birth? It's birth. I knew that. Birth. I knew that. I was just seeing if she knew that. It watches both people. Shut up. You're right, you go to church. I know. So you you know. So if we are wrong, it's her it's fault. Mine. It's her fault. Just putting that out there. Sorry, Flat Dad. out, it's her fault. And I do pay attention, I swear. Clearly, no, she doesn't. If she doesn't know what Christmas anyways, is. To be. But anyways. <laughs> um I feel like with everything that's going on this year is it's we are almost to a close. Christmas is in what two days, mm. a day, mm. and then well, the for New us Year's... Hispanics, it's tomorrow. Yeah, and then for the New Year's, we have a week left before we hit twenty twenty four, and honestly, it is going to be a very special one. And I know everybody always says that every year that the New Year is going to be something different. It's going to be oh my god, the New Year, New Me is getting old. Start today. Start but this right time, now. I ain't gonna hold you up. This time we it can is. actually say it yeah. because fun fact, everybody. Not only does this year that's ending, it ends on a Sunday, mm -hmm. meaning that next year starts on a Monday. So it's not only a new year, it's a new week, a new day, a new time, a new everything. Brand so new beginnings. Brand new, brand spanking new, straight out the box. It ain't coming in with no shit. You ain't going in half, do a, starting off in the half of the week and trying to roll it in. You are starting off on a whole new week, a whole new chapter, a whole new everything. So this year... This is the year to get your shit together. 2023 opened your open everybody's eyes up to some new shit. And it's like 2024, it's that time to create the New Year's resolutions like we do every year. But this year, mm -hmm. you're going to stick to that shit. You're going to stick to it. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to try. Because we are Americans. The best versions of ourselves. Or whatever America deems is close enough yeah. to the best version. Because we are Americans and we only stick to something for so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because we're lazy fuckers. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. But as we all begin to kind of create our New Year's resolutions and really trying to, you know, 
create a new sense of what we're going to be for the new year and create a new sense of self and worth and everything like that. I know that everybody's probably been thinking about it because nobody ever thinks about it during the year. They always wait till like the last week of the year before they're like, all right, for the new year's, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to eat healthier. But it's like, honestly, in the beginning of the year is the best time to start thinking about your new year's resolution because it gives you time to really marinate on it and to really like think about it and really put into some perspective on what you really want to do for the new year. And I don't know about her, but new year's resolutions for me are like a big thing this year because now that I'm 26, oh my God, I'm 26. Holy shit, I'm 26. Oh my God, I'm 26. I turn 27 next year. That shit's crazy. I get a drink next year, even though- Legally. I don't want to. She's going to. It is an American custom that when you turn 21, you are going to get drunk. He's forcing me. Not forcing. Somebody. It's with love. It's with love. Help. This bitch. I'm going to do the sign language self for help. Fuck you. Fuck you. But it's like, for the New Year's, I have a whole lot of shit that I'm trying to change. A whole lot of things that I'm trying to do better. Because next year I turn 27. And it's like, at this point... My 20s have been fun, but I feel like I haven't really had the opportunity to really like explore it and to really have like fun in my 20s because I've been working since day one, since I moved down to the state six years ago, and I'm still working. Still working. So next year, my determination to, you know, venture out, go take trips places and really to like enjoy life and have fun is real. I'm about to do the damn thing and really have some fun with it. So just to, you know, kind of give a little pinpoint of some New Year's resolutions. I don't know about her, but I'm just going to be like, have you thought of any New Year's resolutions for the new year? Honestly, getting back into school, finishing up, you know, doing my GED. And then after GED, we'll expand more into maybe massage therapy, getting my hands around She's saying, I got the magical touch. Mm -hmm. I got the magic stick. I don't know if I get it once, I get it twice, I get the magic, what, what, magic. I don't know why the hell that popped in my head out of anything else that could have popped in my head considering the fact that he was talking about a different type of magic stick. We're just going to pretend like I didn't say that. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know what that is, just don't worry about it. I'm not even going to tell you who the person is that wrote that song. So shut up. Don't search it. (laughs) You will never know. For those of you who are innocent, stay innocent as long as you can. Oh my God, please. Please. <laughs> please. I was ruined very young. Don't get yourself ruined. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's by me. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance, just in case. <laughs> but um, so you kind of have a little starting point of your New Year's resolutions on how you kind of want the New Year's to go. A few things that you have in mind that you're trying to, you know, make different and make change and everything like that. What kind of made you kind of want to, you know, make these resolutions and to kind of like really fully pursue it? Honestly, when I started going to the gym, probably like a year and a half ago. Damn, it's been so long already. But it's just like you work out your mentality. That's like really why I like going there because you really focus on yourself, work out on yourself. And it really gets you to that point where you know you can push yourself to do better so i'm honestly in the point of life where i want to push myself more to do better for me for me and those around me 
because you know when you're around good vibes you know you like to do better i mean like look at the apartment it's so cute like it's a work in progress i swear i have a lot of shit i have to buy a lot of things that i have to do so it's it, it's it's a work in progress but, but we got here to the start and we're just gonna expand and it's gonna look so cute and that's why it's up there said to our other friend lena i told her it was like to some people doing things a little backwards is very unorthodox very unlogical or not logical I forgot the word for it. There's a, there's oh, a word yeah, for it, yeah. you but you get the you get the gist of it. It's not logical to many people, but it's like when you get into a place where you your quality of life is a whole lot better. Not only does it benefit you to make you want to do better and to kind of like grow better and just you know pursue more like of the nicer stuff in life, you also encourage the people that are around you that don't have that kind of stuff to kind of like pursue themselves because they look at you. They're like, oh my god, if he's able to do it. Who says that I can't do it? Who says that I'm not able to, you know, grow, get those nice things and really to be able to push myself? And I feel like with me getting this place and really getting into it, like it was one thing when I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. But the moment that I actually ended up getting the keys and they started coming here and started seeing this, I could start seeing the changes in you where you were just like, okay, if he's able to do this and able to pursue, I want to start making some changes. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm the one thing that just changed everything for you. But, but it like sparks the interest in And that's more. why I like to say I'm not the person that completely just douses the flames in gasoline. But I feel like sometimes I am like the little bit of a spark that ignites the flame to kind of want to be brighter, to, you know, want to grow and to expand and to evolve into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. So for that and you doing that, I am so proud of you being able to do that next year. I look forward to it because while you're going to be doing that, I will be enrolling into school as well, and I'm kind of excited. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to pursue, but I finally made a decision that I'm going to go into school and everything like that. I'm just stuck in between either doing the culinary now or going to surgical tech, but I think I might be going towards surgical tech for right now because it is a it's a good field. But I also might end up going into school and get my business <laughs> degree because I do eventually want to end up you know, owning my own business and, you know, being able to be my own business owner and my own boss and everything like that. And it's, it's a huge feel, especially nowadays. I feel like owning your own business is like the new normal. It is. So many people do their own thing, sell their own product, you know, they're They're basically their own boss. They're like, being an entrepreneur has become, in a sense, easier than it used to be. Like back in the day to become an entrepreneur and to really grow a business and to start one, you had to go through a lot, a lot of shit, a lot of hoops, a lot of every fucking thing. And I feel like we're in the generation of the internet, and the internet can literally like explode your business. Exactly, which is why like TikTok, there are so many people out there that are like selling products, growing their businesses, and just like having fun and just like making their own money and being their own bosses. And it's like at first I was like, okay. I feel like it's a lazy way because they don't want to go to work. But now that I'm looking at it versus now versus back in the day. It's like, whoa. The generation has expanded the internet so much that it has literally made it easier for people to start businesses to where they don't have to go through all the hoops and everything to where they have to go to like banks and get like loans and having Mm -hmm. to go through all this crap. TikTok, the internet, everything. All you need is a good product and a great video. And I kid you not. Nowadays, TikTokers are spreading around everything. You can be blown up with just one simple snap of the finger and be like, one minute you wake up and 
you start posting whatever and like this is my new product two days later boom you got a full warehouse full of shipments that you got to send out mm -hmm. and it's crazy so it's like i'm planning on trying to go to school to get my business degree you know what i'm not gonna say trying i am going, going to. to no more trying Putting no more energy no more what ifs it's about me doing it and me pursuing it because of the fact that it's like if you keep saying what if what mm -hmm. if what if you kind of miss out on the what could be mm -hmm. and to me especially if you start right now like literally we're almost halfway through the damn decade already mm -hmm. like we're three years into a decade Ugh. almost about to be four Ugh. uh get your shit together people i know i got to and i know i'm not the, on the only one i know some of y'all out there need to get your shit together too but that, that, that we, we i'm gonna let you do you because everybody has to do things at their own time they mm -hmm. have to kind of like pursue things at their own rate but other than that as like one of my you know new year's resolutions of going to school and kind of like trying to pursue a business and trying to pursue a better lifestyle i've also have some new new year's resolutions that are kind of more self inflicting yes which yes. kind of sounds like i'm trying to hurt myself but i swear to god i'm not <laughs> and one of the biggest ones that has kind of gotten me to really think about it is being more vulnerable and being more open because i kid you not i told myself that this year of 2023 when it started that i was going to focus on myself i was going to make myself better figure out what i want what i like and what i'm trying to be and i was doing good but like most americans Stop. Stop. After like the first month, yeah, I was chugga chugga chugga. Life is a highway. I'm gonna drive it all night long. <laughs> and then I saw this little shortcut that said, "Okay, we're gonna get you there faster." I thought it was a shortcut. I was delusional, and I tried to take the easy route and veered right. And because of that, it kind of made me stop trying to improve myself. And I mean, I have improved myself a lot from what I used to be when this year started, but I feel like I could have done a whole lot more and a lot of things could have been differently. Like a lot of things could have been different if I would have stuck on the path that I was going on instead of trying to take the easy road out. And because of that, it kind of caused me to put a lot more energy into certain people that I probably shouldn't have that at the end of the day messed up everything for me. Yeah, it kind of like backfired. So this year kind of taught me that for once, next year, I am fully 100% giving everything I have to myself. I am taking 10 steps back. I am having some one-on-one -on -one time. And that's choosing what, me. I'm choosing me, like yeah. literally, like that is what's yeah. happening. I'm choosing me and who I want to be, which is why I'm going to be going out and like, you know, going on adventures, going, taking trips places. And even if I have to do it alone. I'm going to do it because at the end of the day, even if I do it alone, it'll give me time to really understand who I am and try to really understand where I want to be and how I want to be there and everything like that. Because as much as I love the state of Florida, I do. This doesn't fully feel like home. home. Like I feel like there's more out there. There's so much more out there. And Florida right now is the, Florida is that kind of state where you go to retire. Yeah. Where you go to just live out the rest of your days and not have to worry about anything. And I feel like as being somebody in their 20s, we need to venture out and find what we feel like is home. Because you might be living here and you might have been living here your whole life. But for all you know, your home that you end up settling down in could be fucking Nebraska or Whatever. L.A. or fucking Puerto Rico or fucking... <laughs> 
Oregon or fucking New York, who knows? But you won't know until you venture out, which is why this year, or should say next year, I'm going to be kind of, you know, making some big changes to kind of like do some new stuff in 2025. So 2024 is going to be the year of me. Nev 3.0 is in the process of updating. So that when the new year starts, Nev 3.0 is going to be released to the world. Mm -hmm. And when he released the world, it's going to be over. Ain't no stopping Nev. Ain't no stopping me. I've got a lot of opportunities that have decided to open themselves that I do have to take the time to kind of like figure out the pros and cons because there are great opportunities and great things that can end up happening for both of them. And it's like they all start literally <laughs> the first week of the new year. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a new opportunity, a new year, new everything. And like I said, next year is truly a new beginning from beginning to end, like full on new everything. So it's like the next week I'm going to be figuring my shit out. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure out what I need to do. But that's neither here nor there. You know, I'll be keeping you guys updated on all that and just like letting people know how everything's going because, of course, we're all hoping for the best in life. So that's just what we do. Oh my God, we should do mini vlogs. Oh, we will. Oh we will. God. I already have those in the books for yeah. a mini vlog. So if those of you are interested in a mini vlog and everything like that, I've there always will recorded be, everything. So it's like there yeah. will be mini vlogs that I will be posting all next year. Like next year is going to be the pursuant of my podcast, of making some music, of like really just like putting myself out there because I am an outgoing person. I'm a social butterfly, but yes. I feel like this year I've kind of become a loner where. I used to enjoy going out. I used to enjoy going places and doing things and like walking around and just like going anywhere by myself to where the past six months I've been more at home and just not wanting to go anywhere, like go anywhere, do anything and just sitting in my own space, which I mean, it's always good to be alone. Always, but sometimes. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta go out there because mm -hmm. if you don't, you miss out on life. Which is why I'm trying to get somebody else <laughs> That's to why start I doing that. On my face. <laughs> because she likes to stick at home. I love home. And doesn't like going out places or doing things. Ain't that right? Me, the, this is why we're start, I'm starting the new hobby of skating. Yeah, which by the way, I got her into skating and everything. So And she bought herself some skates. I did. I took a risk. She took a risk, and I'm happy. I'm proud of her. So that way, she, I'm taking her to the. We're going to we're the skate park, after this. and we're gonna. I said skate We're gonna get her situated, so that way she can start, you know, doing the little doo doo doo. Mm -hmm. You know, little shit. Do 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 when it. Yeah, cause she's trying to get to my level. Yeah, I'm never like up here. I'm like. <laughs> she's yeah. getting there. She's getting there though. I'm not even in the frame yet. <laughs> I can get there. going. I can get going. I can kind of stop. <laughs> Right. It, it's a work in progress, progress yeah. but everything happens for a reason yeah, yeah, yeah. but um so let's see here school focusing on myself and one of the biggest things is vulnerability oh yes i'm learn to open up a lot learn to open up a lot i have spent a very long time of having the great wall of china around my heart which is why i've been single for so long but next year I'm trying to be more vulnerable, trying to be more open and trying to, you know, really express myself more because I've realized in the past like few weeks that I never realized that people of the melanin culture have so much 
of an issue with being vulnerable because of the fact that how they're raised and how they're having to deal with things in a family where I don't know about anybody else, but in a black family, when you are a man, you have to be the man of the house. Like it's not about how you feel, how you are feeling emotionally, mentally, like physically, anything like that. If you're not the one bringing in the, the, the stuff to the house, making the money, all that good shit, you're looked at like you're not a man. And to show your emotions in my family, how it was is that you don't cry. And yeah, my family wasn't the kind of people who told you, no, don't cry. Don't do this. Don't do that. They never actually said it, mm. but they showed it. Yeah. And it's like anytime they show me, then I felt like I was like feeling very emotionally like drained or mentally unstable. It was no, you're not allowed to. You're supposed to, yeah. you know, get your shit. But it's like being a man and a black man at that right off rip, as soon as you come out the womb, you're already laced down with two strikes. And I know for some people out there that are of the Opposite. Caucasian Opposite persuasion, <laughs> you guys don't have that much of an issue because of the fact that, unfortunately, how it is in this world is that it is a white man's world. You guys automatically right off rip. How did my friends used to say it? How did I used to say it back in the day? Like, say back in the day like I'm old as hell how I used to say it when I used to live up north is that people of the Caucasian persuasion you come out of the womb with the 800 square credit score versus most, the people most, most most of you most come of out with the 800 you got your few credit that score kind of grow up the same way and there are a lot yeah, of them but the good majority of them yeah. 800 credit score coming right out the womb and don't try to go you know because some of y'all live in a life that you know who you are you know who you are because some of y'all that live in the life that are the same age as me and um, as younger people y'all were already well, y'all got already, teslas well, and everything else you don't got you from your families and i'm like i wish mm -hmm. i wish mm -hmm. but it's like being of the melanin community in the black community you like i said you end up getting put down with a strike as soon as you come out because you're black strike two if you're a man and then for the longest it was very difficult because of course being of that people looked at you different they always thought that just because the way that you walked or you dressed or the way that you looked that you were either a criminal or somebody who was always going to do wrong you were never going to make it teachers always looked at you like there's no way he's going to graduate because of the fact that he just looks like he's not going to do well even though your actions speak louder than your yeah, appearance and but teachers back in the day they didn't really care mm -mm. because all they wanted was the money even though they weren't making shit they cared about the money which made things very hard and it caused me to have to kind of create like a persona per se yeah to where i had to play a role i was in sports at one point my mother had me in football at one point i was in the swim team i even did track and field at one point and i tried to be like that macho yeah. black man because i felt like if i wasn't that no one was going to see me they were always going to write me off like i did not exist and if anybody knows me i exist i yeah. exist yeah, <laughs> and it was very difficult growing up that way because of the fact that you felt like you really didn't have a voice you weren't able to speak your mind and speak your truth and you kind of had to keep it locked in and for the longest throughout like middle school high school it caused me to kind of like distance myself. And it made me, even to this day, I ain't gonna hold you up and be completely honest. If I have issues going on in life, if I'm struggling, 
I guarantee you, you will not see it on my face. I will not tell you, and you will not know a damn thing until it's too motherfucking late. If I can't fix it, you will find out after the fact, if even then. Because over the years, I have learned to mask it, to hide it, and to not show that I'm failing or struggling because I was raised that way to not show that you're, don't show fear in a sense. And it made things really difficult. And then once I came out, I was hit with a third strike. Soon as the gayness came out, that was strike three. But of course, in life, you don't get three strikes, you're out. You get like four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four and fifth one is jail. <laughs> and then the death, death chair or death oh, row. Yeah. That's, that's the end of it. But strike three, gay, black, and a male. Written off right there to the world. And it kind of made things really difficult for me because of the fact that it made me have to work five times harder because of the fact that my color, my sexual orientation, everything like that, it made me have to work harder at jobs to get jobs, to get better paying jobs, which is why it's taken me so long to get to the point that I'm at now, which I am grateful and it's caused a lot of hard work for me to get to this point, but it's like, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it in the end, but it also sucks that during the journey, you see people that are of the Caucasian persuasion that walk into a building, they don't really have to do much, they don't have the right credentials or don't fully have all the credentials the job is looking for, and they get it. Mm -hmm. But if you walk in and you're somebody of melanin color, you have all the, the qualifications, you have all the education, all the experience, and they write you off because you don't look the part that they want in their company. So it's caused me to have to really like change jobs quite a lot and kind of like really give myself, I guess, a chance by moving around a lot and moving doing a lot of things to where now at this point, I'm actually in a position that I'm actually been trying to get into for a while, especially when I was at Target. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Cause y'all know who y'all is. Y'all know how y'all are. Fucking Target. Fucking Target. <laughs> Fucking Target. But I don't know what the way that I see the world is that they a lot of people nowadays especially men in general not saying that women don't have these issues as well because I know some women out there do have these issues where they have to stick to themselves where they feel like they've been hurt so much they can't trust anybody like trust issues have become a, a huge, huge a huge thing nowadays so it's causing a lot of people to not really be able to open up and be like their true selves, but for the men, toxic masculinity has hit so fucking hard in the past three years. Ever since the pandemic, I have never seen toxic masculinity hit so fucking hard. I'm not, it's like, it's kind of crazy. It, who are you telling? Crazy. Like these men nowadays, it's like they, the moment they try to show any sort of vulnerability, any type of like feminicity in them, they immediately close off or pretend like you don't exist. Like I was telling you while we were at work, somebody that I know, which no you already know who it is, I'm not gonna say who. No names. Somebody that I know, we started talking to each other. Like he's straight, I'm gay. Normally mm -hmm. in this world, that doesn't work mm -hmm. because everybody always assumed that if a gay person is being friends with somebody that's straight, especially if they're a guy, they're trying to get with them. But if anybody knows me, I am not your stereotypical gay. I'm not a predatory gay. I'm just fucking here. Yeah. I'm living my life. I'm doing my thing. I don't like drag race. I don't like mat. I don't like makeup. 
I don't like all that flamboyancy. Like, I have my moments where I dress nice and look good, but you will not see me walking down the street in high heels and all that extra shit just to get some extra attention from everybody. And I mean, nothing against anybody that does that. You do you. You live your life. You live your truth. That is you. It's but just for how me, you feel confident in you. Exactly. But for me, that's not who I am. But this guy... Me and him, we were talking, we exchanged numbers, and we were just, like, texting back and forth. And it was always great conversations. Like, it was the first time in a long time where I was able to have a conversation with a straight man, mm -hmm. which is sad that I have to say that, because no offense, I don't hang around a lot of gay people, because some of y'all annoy the shit out of me. No offense. And y'all perspectives on life annoy the shit out of me. No <laughs> offense. And it makes me want to slap some of y'all. No offense. No offense. Even though there's kind of an offense there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Much Definitely, love, much yeah. love. You do you, you tell your truth, you do you, okay? Uh -huh. You you be you, but it's just, it's not for me. So I've always gravitated more to women and more to straight men because of the fact that I've always felt more comfortable talking to them because I don't have to worry about all the extra shit and all the, oh, what's on this for Drag Race? Have you seen the new RuPaul episode? Oh my God, did you see that little palette on the, that they just came out with? Jeffree Star just released this. I don't care. I talk to straight men. They talk about sports and all this other stuff. And I low-key, I like sports. I'm a humongous hockey fan. And I do watch some football every once in a while. It's nice. But me and him, we were having conversations. And it was like, it was a good, it was good conversations. Mm -hmm. Where he was telling me about himself. I was telling him about myself. Like, we were genuinely intrigued with each other. We were, like, texting back and forth, like, almost all day for, like, days, weeks on end. And then all of a sudden, because like I told you, after a while, a straight man talks to somebody that's of the gay descent or they talk to anybody and they start getting comfortable, that feminicity starts coming out. Yeah. And they start showing like, you know, the true colors, like letting you know how they are, things that they're into, stuff like that. And it was just, it was great conversation. And I was like, I have no problem, you know, getting to know somebody like that because if people that know me know that I enjoy getting to know people from the inside and out, I don't care what you're telling me i don't care how you're telling me if it's about you i want to know because that's what a friend does they want to know everything about you so that way if there's anything that's going on they know when to see okay something's Something. off let me go talk to this person or vice versa and it was just like after all of that and he started opening up more i don't know what the fuck happened but it was just like one minute he was there and we were talking and next thing you know he just started ghosting mm -hmm. And it's like the only time he answers when I was asking him something about like food or something like that, just to like get a little perspective on like where to go for like fish markets and stuff like that for fresh yeah. organic food. But let it be a conversation about just random stuff. He just stopped. So eventually I ended up having to send a text and saying, uh, at this point, it kind of made me realize this was the final straw that broke the camel's back that made me realize that. I need to stop being the person who initiates conversation. I need to stop being the person who's always trying to keep up with the person, trying to, you know, really be there for the person 150% because at this point, I'm putting more effort into somebody else's garden than I am my own. And because of that, I'm de-weeding their garden, I'm watering their garden, I'm replanting their garden, and then my shit is over here looking like a stank rat on a dumpster fire. And it's, it's not working. So I finally just had to kind of like let it go and just kind of like do better and it is okay to put forth effort but as long as the effort is being reciprocated 
<laughs> I gotta go check the oven. Don't, the don't judge me. You can still hear me. I'm over here cooking food, so don't yeah. nobody that judges me judge me on this thing. Yeah, we don't do judging here. That's one thing. But sure. it's it's the general sense of it all because it's like Whoa. men feel so threatened by so much stuff that they just never want to really open up, and it's like they miss out on a lot of opportunities in life because of that standpoint, and it sucks. Because it's like, I tell people, I'm like, every straight person needs to have a gay friend. Because they, they'll keep it 100. Or at least I will. And they'll be the one that try to protect you when shit goes down with another gay person and all this, that, and the other. But it's like, people are so, men are so afraid to show their true side of who they are. That they don't even try anymore. Honestly. And it's like, some people, they have done better. They're getting better with it. Where they're actually showing who they are. Which is lovely. But for everybody else, yeah. do yeah. better. You're making life difficult for the rest of us. But I mean, how do you see vulnerability like, and toxic masculinity? Like, what in your, like, because I'm saying it from my perspective, but what do you. I mean, like, vulnerability, I feel like, is a big thing that a lot of people really don't even know how to do because of how you said the way they grew up. Like, I got three other siblings, but I grew up as an only child. My brother is 15 years older than me. So, you know, I'm like the baby of the family and I never got to put my word in because it was always the adults are talking, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's always, it was always like, I never had a say in things, you know? And which, you know, when I was younger, it was, it was okay. But like now it's like, I want to say something. and. Now that I do say something, they kind of see it as, like, kind of disrespectful. And I'm not coming off disrespectful, but I'm just saying what I feel and, and what I think should happen, you know? And for the case of toxic masculinity, ugh, it's a tough world out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a not tough wrong, though. world. Because, like, I grew up with a dad a Hispanic dad, you know, born and raised in Mexico. And it's like, from the get-go, you are the man of the house. And, you know, at one point, you know, my grandpa wasn't the greatest dad for him growing up, which kind of made him have to put forth leaving school before, like, before I think it was like seventh grade and having to go work in the field and, you know, bring the money in to provide for him, his mom, and the, like, 12 siblings that he has. I know. Big family. Big family. Oh, trust me. I get it. That's how yeah. my grandma is. She has, like, six sisters and seven brothers. Mm -hmm. So, I trust exactly. me. Big family. I get that. So, it was like, he's working his ass off, making not a good amount of money, but, you know, making, it, making way. And just growing up like that... He didn't really never know how to show his emotion. So really growing up, growing up for me is way different than growing up for my siblings because, you know, they got kind of the bad part of him, I guess you can say, with quotations around it, where, you know, he only expressed himself with being upset with them. You know, <laughs> you know, they got a couple of whoopings here and there. Yeah. You know, anything in, in arm's reach was being thrown, you know, little things like that. 
But like with me, it was more so he never really showed emotion. Like he never, I never got hit as a kid. I mean, he did say a couple things, but you know, nothing, nothing too bad. But it was more so the love and affection that I never got because he showed it in a weird way. Like I never got an I love you or an I'm proud of you, but he kind of put forth the effort into buying me things that I needed and wanted when time being. You know, like I started working with him when I was 10, you know, get a little gist of how working was. And then I've just always tried to make him proud so he can actually say the words, you know, and it's kind of hard when somebody grows up the way he did, not knowing how to show emotion. You never really get the I'm, I'm proud of you or the I love you, you know, yeah. I never even really got a hug until I was like 16 then that's that's a lot of years without you know being affectionate and loved by you know your dad um just really it was kind of hard because he always always said because i don't know if it's the same you know in different families i know like hispanic wise the guy has more of a open door than the girls do the girls are always kept inside the house, restricted from a lot of things, while the guys can freely go out and do whatever they want at a young age, you know? It's not just the Hispanic culture. The and black culture is like that. Almost every culture is like that, except for the white culture. The Caucasian persuasion. Well. They, they have way more open doors, no matter if they're men or women. And yeah, like we said, some of them, they were grown and raised the way that some people that did not have the best lives yeah. were raised. So it's like they kind of understand, but for the majority part of it all, most of them have that open door where they're able to go out and pursue a lot more and to get those chances to do a and lot more. There's nothing, there's nothing like against it or anything. Oh, nothing's like that. wrong with it. I mean, but it's like I'm kind of glad I did grow up the way I did grow up because you know, your girl not pregnant yet. Your girl, you know, she's still living at home with her mama and dad. You know, I do pay the the bills. You know, I, I pay for my I own wish. car. And, I wish. <laughs> I wish. And, you know, I, I have the time. <laughs> I have the time that I need to save money up. And, you know, now that I am 20, he does. He's like, as long as your bills are paid, you can go out. But it's like now I really don't even want to go out. I like to stay home because of you, Dad. I was like always spent so long in that kind of atmosphere. It's, it's like, like it's now comfortable. you just—I love it. And that's the part that is the biggest issue. That's the part that I was hoping that you were going to say is mm -hmm. that it's not so much of how you were raised that affects you. And yeah, it's like it goes back generations. It has to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they try to say it's like a generational curse because your grandfather raised your dad that way and then your dad raises you that way because that's what he knows mm -hmm. but it's like at the same time you have to kind of like break that chain and try to be better because you can't really blame your dad for it and you can't really blame your grandfather for it because i mean at some point that was the only way to survive it mm -hmm. was the only way to you know get through to take care of what you had to take care of and really pursue what you needed to pursue because if you would have done it a different way you wouldn't have been here mm -hmm. things would have turned out a whole lot different you might have still been over in mexico like what? living life yeah. and doing shit versus being here so it's like it's a good thing that it happened 
it wasn't always the best feeling, but very much am grateful for the way that things were. They're not really like that anymore, but now that they aren't like that, you know, I kind of do stick to myself, you know, all that little things. Go to work, come back home, maybe go to the gym, come back home. You know, little things like that. Not so much going out like this For one. For those of you who can't see my face, I'm looking at her with the stank too, like, bitch. <sighs> bitch. I will be going out eventually at some point because of this one. <laughs> okay. Because okay. of that one. You know, I'm very, very shy. Very, very kept oh, yes, to myself. You are. You very, are. very, I won't talk to you unless you talk to me. Well, I mean, unless you... I'm used to you, because I'm very much used to this one, and I'll go up to him and say anything. Yes, you will. Yeah. Yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, you just got to be grateful for everything, because even though the life might not have been A1 or been the best, it has created you and sculpted you into the person that you are now, which to me is good for the majority part. It's always a good thing because the fact that how I always put it and how I tell people is that life is a game. Everybody has dealt cards as soon as they're born, as soon as they come out of the womb, they're all dealt a hand of a deck of uh, like a hand of cards. And it's like, you got to play the game from the get go. Like you, once you end up hitting that point where you're able to talk, walk and all that shit, you have to play the game called life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, some people are dealt shitty ass cards. It happens. We all see it when people play poker, when they see jacks, like all that. Somebody's always gonna have a shitty hand. But how I see it is that with life, it's different because of the fact that even though you're dealt a shitty hand, you can still manipulate the shit and still move it in the way that you need to move it. Shuffle up that deck and play the cards the right way to where you can use that shit to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be willing to, you know, break the chain instead of, you know, taking that deck as is, like your parents did and how your grandparents did. They just took the deck of cards that they had and said, you know what, I'm not going to try. This is what I'm stuck with. I'm just going to do it. You got to be able to break that chain and be like, okay, it's time for me to take a risk. It's time for me to shuffle up the damn deck and try to move this shit in the way that I can to get myself ahead. Mm -hmm. So it's like vulnerability, self-image, and all of that self-love and emotional mental stability and everything and mental health is such a huge thing, especially nowadays for the men descends for the women, for anybody because of the fact that mental health. And that's one thing that I can say that I'm happy about nowadays is that mental health has become more of an open topic to speak about. Oh my God. It's yeah. become so much more of an open topic where you can actually talk about you having mental health issues and like, your mental health is not okay. You're able to go to therapists, talk to people about it, and they don't look at you like you belong yeah, yeah, in a yeah. psychiatric hospital or like it's you like, just don't make sense or like, you're oh, not, you're just saying shit just to be saying it. You're not crazy. You just need somebody to talk to. You know? And it's that's one of the things that I can't say is nice. But at the same time, of course, how life goes, you got the yin with the yang. Yep. And we got our yin where, you know, mental health is talked about more. It's celebrated more. It's more of a concern nowadays. But the yang... They decided to step back when it comes to men's vulnerabilities and emotions and everything like that because a lot of people still are too afraid to open up. A lot of men are too afraid to open up and to really show their true colors because they're afraid if they aren't seen a specific way, then they're not man enough. And it's like, that's not always the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be man enough and still show your feminine side. You can be man enough and still be vulnerable. You can be man enough and still be open to possibilities of being friends with 
somebody who's gay or somebody who's of a different descent than you or something like that like having that open vulnerability kind of makes you a little more sexy i ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> like i, I want you, you to open somewhere. up to me you know like i want you to be able to have that sense of feeling that you can be vulnerable with me you can cry with me you know you can laugh with me you can tell me things that you don't like and you do like you know little things like that it, it, and it amps up your features and that's another thing that makes vulnerability so fucking amazing that when they actually decide to be vulnerable it makes being in a relationship so much easier because most women i know for a fact most women have been screwed over so many times by men that they are too afraid to open up they're too afraid to you know really show who they are because they've been screwed over so fucking much and it makes it very difficult for men to like across that very difficult for women to be able to find the man that they want to find that relationship they want because me speaking as a man a gay man and you guys all know this from the last one. I am a romantic. I, I love the romance. I love, love the, the vulnerability. I like being the homebody, like having a conversation that's like deep conversations and being able to like really be open with my significant other. But it's become so taxing in a sense is how they try to put it. It's taxing to have to open up your emotions. It's doing too much work to open up and be vulnerable because they just don't want to end up having those conversations. And it's like... Don't be afraid to have conversations like that. Don't yeah. be afraid to be able to open up and really show who you are. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it's going to make you more attractive being open and being able to have those conversations with your significant other or the person that you're with than it is to keep closed off and pretend like none of it's happening, yeah. like none of it exists. Because then it's just like... People like to be in the known. And when you're vulnerable, you're able to express how you feel and let the person you love know how you're feeling when you're upset let them know when you're mad when you're frustrated when you're happy you know even let them know when you're happy you know give them a little yeah little gift a little something you know express your feelings please and it goes either way with please. no matter if it's relationships no matter if it's friendships no matter if it's marriage anything like that even if it's your family vulnerability is nothing to be afraid of it's nothing to fear it's nothing to think twice on and because it just plays a huge role in your self-image your self-love your self-worth because a lot of people feel like when they're not vulnerable that their self-worth is dragged down even more and if somebody loves you like really loves you you being vulnerable to them isn't going to make them see you any different nope any different and if they do see you any different they don't love you they ain't meant to be in your life well that I mean, they can love you, but, you know. They can love you, but if they don't respect your mental issues and your vulnerability and your emotions, they're not meant to be in your life. Everybody comes in your life for a reason. And that goes back to the whole choosing you. Yes. Choosing you. Don't be afraid to open up yourself because you're too afraid that someone's not going to like you, that you're too afraid somebody's going to judge you for thinking the way that you think or feeling the way that you do because of the fact that at the end of the day, the only person that's living your life is you. you. The only person that is making the decisions is you. And if you let somebody else tell you how to feel, how to react, how to act in the world, you're in a sense losing yourself and becoming somebody else just to please someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's when they try to say that it, that's considered the chameleon effect, where you go, you talk, and then because somebody else made you feel some type of way, you start to blend in with that person and becoming them because to you, you feel like 
okay, you don't respect my emotions. You don't care for how I feel, how I'm acting, anything like that. You just want me to see, you just want me to be the way that you see me. Mm-hmm. So you start to, you know, adapt to those ways, those ideals and the feelings and everything. And that's why I say it to people. It's like, it's not only your family that makes a huge difference on your vulnerability and your self-worth and everything. It's also your friends. Mm-hmm. Your friends, especially nowadays, friends have such a huge impact because now they say, and how they put it is that family is who you choose. It's not who you're born with, it's who you choose. Yep. And yeah, you have your blood family that you were born into, that's gonna be your family. But nowadays, family has become more along the line of your friend group. The people that you decide to have as your friends that are in your close circle that make your family. But it's like, if you have those bad seeds in your garden and you watering them, you giving them all this attention and they're not good for the garden, they're going to grow into weeds and destroy everything else and turn you into a weed along with them. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to be a weed because the weeds are the worst part of the garden. They destroy everything that they touch. They suck the life out of everything. They take all the food, they take everything and leave the flowers and everything to, with nothing. So you eventually just dwindle away to mm-hmm. emptiness. And nobody wants that because your self-worth is so much more than what people try to say that it is. And it's like you have to give yourself the opportunity to really pursue who you are, which is why I think next year for a lot of people, I feel like it's going to be that time where this year showed them and allowed them to see what they needed to see to make some changes. And next year is going to be the year where they finally put those changes into effect and finally are able to open up and to do better and to be better and to kind of evolve into the next version that they need to be. Because they've realized over the past three years, between the pandemic and everything after, People have been opening up their eyes. A lot. Like, I've been seeing so much stuff on, like, TikTok where people are, like, getting rid of their toxic friends, no longer hanging around certain people anymore because of how bad the environment was. And I'm like, for once in my life, brava. Mm-hmm. Brava. I'm so proud of you guys. Because it's like, you deserve the best. You deserve to be the best version that you can be. You deserve the best people in your life. You deserve the best opportunities and the best that life can give you. You deserve it. I don't care who you are, where you come from, how you were raised, you deserve the best, regardless. And it's like next year is going to be that time where we're all just going to evolve. And yeah, some friendships might not last next year. And I have this prediction that some friendships won't because it's just going to happen. Friends are like, sometimes things, people are like boosters on a rocket. You could be flying up to the moon and those like the freaking boosters on a rocket, they eventually fall off once they get to a certain altitude. Because they're not meant to go where you're meant to go. They're not ready to go to that atmosphere that you're about to go to. So sometimes they're going to end up falling off. And you might end up meeting later on down the line or you might not. And that's okay. But it's like ride the wave. Be open. Be vulnerable. Enjoy life. And don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about you. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody make you feel bad for having your mental health issues or for feeling depressed or for feeling upset or for feeling angry, like you're allowed to be mad. You're allowed to be happy. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be depressed. You're allowed to have those moments. And it's like, if you are depressed, you are mad, you are jealous, sad, whatever, you are allowed to have those just as long as you don't stay there too long. Because the moment that you stay in that space for too long, you start to slowly back into a dark corner where you're not able to get out. And that's one thing nobody wants because we all know, I'm sure, 
We've all had those moments when we've gotten into that dark space and we have, it took us a very long time to get out. I know I have very. personally. Very. And it's not fun. It's not. So next year is just going to, it's. I'm excited for next year. I'm excited too. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of new I can't things. wait to see where not only I go, but where everybody else around me goes and gets to, you know? Yeah, because it's, it's going to be nice being able to see yourself really, because you're going to look back at from now, you're going to go through the whole, you're going to start going through 2024, and you're going to look back after you start doing everything, feeling like, oh my God, I went from being this person who was just working, doing nothing, to now I'm going out, making friends. Because that's one of my biggest things for her, is that I'm going to be trying to push her to really, you know, interact with more people and try to get out of that shyness to, you know, yeah. make more friends. Open up, express myself a little bit Because it's more. like, yeah, you have friends, but it's like, it's always nice to make more. More. Because in my perspective... More friends, a little bit more opportunities. Yeah, because you never know who you might meet on the streets or at a freaking restaurant randomly. I might find the love of my life. You can right find now, the love of your life. You could end up finding some friends that can open up new doors mm -hmm. for you to pursue something in a career-wise. Like, there's many possibilities that can end up happening, and I want you to be able to include and enjoy every last opportunity that life gives you versus being at home and missing out on every Everything. door that is trying to open for you. Because I know what it's like. So next year is going to be the year where we're going to grow. We're going to do better. We're going to go out and venture. We're going to you know, take trips and try to do some stuff and try to have you enjoy your 20s. Of course. For because real. you... I just got into them, so... She's... She's, <laughs> she's working too much. I... Kind of workaholic at this point. And we need to change that. You can be a workaholic later on down the line, but at least for now, you need to kind of like, we need to find you a job that you don't have to have a second one so that way you can enjoy life. Oh, I know. Like I'm about to. I know. Thank God. Because two job things, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Especially with this economy. Oh, my God. But, I don't know. Year's almost over. A lot of things are going to change. And hopefully everything changes for the better. And I hope that from this episode that not people are going to be looking at me a little differently because of the fact that how I see vulnerability, self-worth, and self-love and all that. Because like I said, everybody has their different perspectives, different opinions on life, and different ways that they see things. And some of y'all might see things a whole lot different than what I do. Might lot. see things a whole lot different than what she does. But we're not here to try to change your opinions we're not here to try to make you feel bad for thinking the way you think or for feeling the way that you feel because it is your feelings it is your thought they are your opinions you're entitled to have them but i'm hoping that with this episode for whomever is listening they're able to understand it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to want to love yourself it's okay to want to open up and be emotional with somebody you're allowed to. You don't have to keep a bottle in. You don't have to be afraid of what people are thinking because it has gotten a lot better nowadays. I should know. I went from going, being that person who was closed off to everything to where now, yeah, I'm still working on trying to be a little bit more open, but for the most part, I do let people know when I'm not in the mood or when I'm feeling some type of way. And I'm just like, just let me be in my space for a little bit and then I'll let you know afterwards. And if not, he'll show it. <laughs> He'll show it. If you don't tell you, he'll show it. I will. I will. I, I'm, I've gotten a lot better with it. And hey, we got a year's worth to grow, and it's okay to fall as long as you get back up and try again. The whole skating thing. Yes. 
Like her and with skating. <laughs> I've fallen and I've gotten up a lot of times. But you also can't stay down. You always got to come back down. up. And, you know, I, I do this five-minute rule thing where it's, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be in your feelings. But only do it for five minutes and then move on with it. Because at the end of the day, a lot of things you're going to have to let go so you can do better. Yeah, because in a day, you have literally, I think it's like 11,330 seconds in a day. If you let that 10 <laughs> seconds of negativity that somebody's given to you or something like that, you're not going to waste that on the rest of your day because then that's 10 seconds that's already been taken away. Mm -hmm. And if you waste more of that time trying to pursue that negativity and trying to come after somebody for it, you're going to miss out on literally your whole entire day and wasting all that energy on something that could have been best put somewhere else. So it's like, keep the positivity, keep the happiness. And yeah, like you said, you're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be depressed. You're allowed to be mad, but don't stay there too long. Have your moment, get your shit out, cry it out, punch something, go somewhere, scream at the ocean if you have to, scream at the freaking woods wherever you're at or scream on top of the hill. Do what you have to, but once you do, Pick yourself back up, keep your head up high, and keep moving forward. Because if you stay in that space for too long, you will start moving backwards and everything else will start to fall down. It'll be like the domino effect. You take down, you knock down one domino, the rest of them just go along with it. And that can go either good or bad. Mm -hmm. Learn you, from what you experience. 100%. Always. Just be you. Just be happy. Be 100% unapologetically yourself, no matter what anybody thinks. Because at the end of the day, you're going to look back at your life and be like, wow, I should have done this or I should have done that. And nobody wants to go through the end of their lives at the final stretch and be yeah. like, I regret that I didn't do this or I regret this. Or, I regret that. Nobody wants to regret anything. So live every day like it's your last. Be you. Be happy. Be mad. Be sad. Don't be there too long. Mm -hmm. But just be who you are. Because you are who you're meant to be for a reason. You are meant to be that person because in this life, you are going to do something that is going to leave a mark on the world for the next generation. Yeah. You are going to do something where you are going to end up impacting someone's life. Even if it's just a smidgen of something, a little goes a long way in the long run. And it's your footprint that is going to leave a bigger splash in the ocean than a tiny pebble will. Because mm -hmm. even a tiny pebble, when you throw it in the ocean, makes a splash. It might not be big, but it's a splash and that's the part that matters yep. so just be you guys be happy and just live life we're almost done with this year it's a new year coming up let's make the best of this shit let's make this shit right we gonna make next year our bitch uh are we because you want to know what the fuck i'm calling 2024 bad bitch year bad bitch it is bad bitch year because you know what we are bad bitches and for some of y'all gentlemen Y'all bad motherfuckers. Because I know some of y'all don't like it when I call y'all bad bitches. So for the gentlemen out there that don't like the bad, bad bitch, you're a bad motherfucker, bitch. <laughs> That's what you are. Bad motherfucker. So be that bad motherfucker. Live your life. Be happy. Find that love. Find that peace. And just become one with yourself. Take that one-on-one -on -one time if you need to. And just sometimes it's okay to step back. Mm-hmm to reevaluate, to be in your own space, to kind of get yourself together. Because at the end of the day, you are going to flow where the wind takes you because life has a path for you. 
It might not look clear now, but life is taking you where it needs to take you for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go that way for a motherfucking reason. So just flow with the waves, flow with the wind. And trust me, you'll end up where you want to end up. It might not make any sense, but at the end of it all, you'll look back and be like, wow. I went through all that to get to where I'm at now. And it'll shock the living hell out of you of where you end up. I know it has mm -hmm. to me so far. Never in my life would have expected this. If I'm being completely honest, I never would have thought that I would have had a place like this. I would not have the job that I have, or I would not even get the opportunities that I'm getting right now job-wise that I have. But life took me in the direction that it needed to take me for a reason, for me to grow and to get the experience, to get these opportunities. And because of it, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe. You are fucking amazing. I love you, and I am so humbled. So humbled. So It's good to stay humble. Always, because the moment always. you start getting cocky, <laughs> you fall. She should know. She gets cocky when she gets on the skates, and next thing you know, she falls and hurts herself. Never get cocky. It's okay to have your moments when you are like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the damn thing. But never get overconfident because the moment you get overconfident, life has a way of knocking you down a peg to make you realize, okay, you're, you might be putting in some of the work, but I'm the one that's giving the opportunities for you. Yep. So don't, don't get overconfident. Don't get overconfident. Don't get overconfident. Just stay humble and stay happy and life will take care of you. But... I just want to wish everybody a happy, happy holidays. Yay. And probably the next one I will end up putting out on New Year's Eve to start off the New Year's with a fresh new take on life. Yes, sir. So happy holidays to everybody. I hope everybody has a fantastic time with their families and everything like that. And um, stay beautiful, stay amazing, and stay that bad bitch that you are. And for the dudes, stay that bad motherfucker that you are. <laughs> and live your life. And be the person that I know that you can be because you, you're fucking amazing. Amazing. Even if nobody sold you. You're amazing. You fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm appreciative for every last one of you guys. Um, you have anything you want to say before we say bye? Um, love yourself. Be yourself. Don't ever change for nobody. People will love you for who you are. And like you said, be humble. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.